Hey everyone, it's Caleb, and it's Tuesday, November 16th. Welcome to The Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin's newest book, Get to the Point, was an instant international bestseller. Get to the Point is available worldwide in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. It is a practical guide for passionately pursuing God's presence. Every guidance and provision you will ever need can be found today in the presence of God. Visit kevinwhite.us to read and gift Get to the Point and Kevin's first book, Audacious Generosity, today. Today, Kevin is joined by Dr. James Jernigan of Cornerstone Chiropractic in Cary, North Carolina. James is a brother in Christ, friend, and board member for Global Hope India. Put your hands together and let's welcome Kevin and James to today's show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. I'm here with my friend and brother in Christ, Dr. James Jernigan of the Cornerstone Chiropractic Center in Cary, North Carolina, USA. How are you, brother? I'm so great. <clears throat> I love sitting down. And when we get these times together, we're, we're always, you know, growing in our faith. We're always growing and, you know, things are going on in our personal lives. And it's awesome because we get to center and make sure that we are staying grounded in biblical truths yes. that as we're going out into this world, that we know that we're on a strong foundation. And that's really why, you know, not to kind of take this this episode off course, but that's really why I chose Cornerstone Chiropractic is because what a strong foundation, the ultimate foundation mm-hmm. that we can build our lives on. And if we want to live a life of value and that has significance, not only here, but then eternal significance, we need to build it on a strong foundation. And I hope that through these episodes, it's building the foundation of your faith. Because as we dive into this, there's a lot of bad belief systems that we've believed about Mm -hmm. God, about ourselves, about the world around us. Mm -hmm. And what we want to do is start to bring those bad belief systems out into the open and then replace them with the truth. And so that's one aspect I love having you, Pastor, with us and, uh, and being able to be a part of your show is that when we have somebody who's studied, who, who knows it's not just your opinions when i talk to you i know that it's not just your opinions but it's backed by biblical truths and so mm-hmm. um i pray that this this episode this uh this encounter you're here for a reason uh lean in yes. dive in and uh and let's get started i just love that and i'm grateful for you dr james that we can uh, be a sounding board for one another and allow the global audience to listen in Uh, Because I really think today's topic is something that robs a lot of Christians. You know, we care about people far from God. And if you're not identified as a believer, as a child of God today, then let today be the day of salvation. But there are billions of people that do identify as followers of Jesus. And yet they are so fearful of the word prosperity. Dr. James, whenever I was writing my very first book, Audacious Generosity, I had a very dear, beloved brother in Christ warn me. He said, it sounds too much like the prosperity gospel to me because I was saying God wants you to have more. And it was so, so difficult for him. And that 
not to pick on him, okay? It's not about that. It is about my own barriers. I had barriers up between me and God in this area. I grew up when the PTL club scandal outside of Charlotte, North Carolina was exploding uh, for the vast majority of the church. The message was, how dare you be a Christian and ask God for more? It was like we were so afraid of the prosperity gospel that we went in the opposite direction. And we started teaching a theology that if you're going to be a Christian, you cannot expect anything from God except misery and suffering. And and the prosperity gospel is not entitlement. I talked about that in Audacious Generosity. The message of prosperity is not a message from God of, and you are entitled to jet planes and BMWs and diamonds. It is, it is a, a promise of God that his presence will prosper us. And the, the, but God is his presence. If I try to seek prosperity outside of the presence of God, I'm going to be bankrupt. I could have all the material possessions and the Bible warns us, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world, but yet loses his soul? And so if my soul is not seeking the presence of God, I'm one of the poorest people on planet earth. But if my presence, my soul is crying out for the presence of God, I don't care what my bank account says. I'm one of the richest people on the planet because of the presence is the greatest asset God will ever give us. And so if the gospel's not prosperous, why have it? <laughs> you're listening, just replay this about 17 times and just think about the 50 nuggets that just came out. Like, I think that the problem with the quote unquote prosperity gospel is the fact that people use it, they may use it as getting a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's the ultimate reward. But you realize, like, if you're chasing God or success, I want you to know that that's a bad belief system because God is success. Mm. And when you are in his presence, you are successful physically, Mm -hmm. spiritually, emotionally. You're going to be filled with the fruits of the spirit. Like we talked in other episodes, you're going to be so whole. Mm -hmm. You're filled in his presence and you're filled with the Holy Spirit. You're going to be whole. Mm-hmm. And when a blessing that you're praying for, right? And let's say that you, your, your motives are pure and you're seeking uh, a deeper and personal, more personal relationship with God. And he gives you a blessing. The moment that that blessing becomes the most important thing, it actually is not, no lo- it's no longer a blessing. It is actually a curse because mm-hmm. it's actually a wedge between you and God. Mm-hmm. But if you are one with God, in spirit, you're whole and complete. You're filled and, you, and you're exuding the fruits. You are going to be able to receive those things in the right context. And mm-hmm. you're going to be grateful for them, but you're not going to be dependent on those things. And we have to really, really dive, dive in on this, mm-hmm. that money is not a good thing or a bad thing. A right. house is not a good thing or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. However, in our heart, it can be used for good or we could actually be enslaved by it. Mm-hmm. And so, so as we dive into this topic, please hear us that the number one priority and the number one goal as Christians is to fall into a deeper and deeper love 
for God. Mm-hmm. And as you dive into his word and you seek his presence, you are going to realize that literally all of those other things that may have like mattered, they have less of a hold on you. Mm-hmm. And as they have less of a hold on you, you're going to see that your your relationship with God is going to flourish. Mm-hmm. And uh, my daughter, she's six months old. And, you know, <laughs> obviously, like the only thing that she really can ask for now is either to be held, changed, fed, um, you know, like. But never do I ever say think, oh, well, I don't want to give this to her because I don't want to, you know, spoil her. Mm-hmm. It's like she's seeking me. She wants to be with me and mm-hmm. I want to bless her mm-hmm. physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially. I want to bless her in every aspect of her life. Mm-hmm. I want to guide her. I want to uh, give her wisdom. I want to be able to shower her with all of those things. Yeah. And now she's just coming to me, you know, when she's 16 and she just wants money, you know, like we're going to have a sit down conversation. But when she's like, when we're with each other mm-hmm. and we're connected. Like she has access to everything that I have. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, and the amazing thing that we have to remember is God created the universe, he created yeah. heaven and earth, yeah. he created all things. And so um, there's nothing that he's lacking. He has all of those things. Right. I just want to encourage everyone in the audience, if you are in any way tempted to fear heresy right now, that the this episode and this show is going to bring about an entitlement spirit. Uh, I want you to to read the Bible first and foremost, but I encourage you to read Audacious Generosity. And I just released Get to the Point where I said God's greatest gift is His presence. We, including me, I'll just confess it globally in front of everyone. I have sought gifts from God when he so desired to give me the giver instead, himself. I've sought money from God when he wanted to put the ATM of the kindest, most richest person on the planet inside of me. I've sought power bills to be paid from God when he wanted to provide the provider, not just a provision. And, you know, sometimes business people want to make a profit. That is a God, God desire within them to make a profit. But profit is only a small portion of prosperity. And it's like our Heavenly Father loves us enough, I'm sure, to look down on me and and possibly others and say, why are you asking me for so little when I can do so much for you? And I want you to just understand what Dr. James just said and what, what I wrote about in, uh, in Get to the Point that you will never be more prosperous than you are in the presence of God. I know we live in a world that, that measures prosperity based upon Bill Gates and all the rich people we could think of. But and there's nothing, uh, this show is not anti-wealth at all. But God's word has a very clear definition of prosperity, and it's his presence. And he is not anti-wealth. He's not anti-jet planes and BMWs and diamonds. It's not an either or. It's seek first his presence and all these other things will be added. And I'm not talking about BMWs and, and diamonds. I'm talking about whatever you need to fulfill God's purpose in your life. 
it will be added to you. That's prosperity. And I, I want us just to continue this conversation for several weeks, Dr. James. I, I, won't, I, I don't want to just stop in today's show. I want to come back next week and because God won't let this go. He is relentlessly beating this drum in my head. It's like my skull is so thick. My heart is so hard. He got to just keep marinating me in it. And he's showing me more and more about his desire, his promise to prosper his people. And yet we're so afraid of it. We don't want to be greedy. We don't want to be corrupted. I'm sure that 99.9% .9 of our audience is not looking for a life of corruption and greed today. But we are seeking prosperity and God is giving us that desire. His word is calling for us to desire prosperity, but we're so afraid of it. As you're speaking, I, what's coming up for me is on a, on a past episode, you said that all we have to look, if we're, if we're going to look for, you know, like the, the characteristic of God is, is God saving us, hmm. you know, Jesus dying on the cross, bearing our sin for the forgiveness of us so that we can have unity with God. We can have everlasting life with God. Mm -hmm. What more can you get or what more can you receive than the ultimate reward? Like a lot of times we'll even say it, the ultimate reward is grace, mm. you know? And uh, as Christians, we'll say like, like if you really understand grace mm -hmm. and where we should be going mm -hmm. versus where we get to be going now, you wouldn't even contemplate whether God's, where, whether <laughs> if he would do that, if he would be able to help you with you know, your monthly overhead or your monthly expenses, or um, if you're in a, you know, if you're, if you feel like you're where you're at, your resources aren't enough. Like he already gave you the ultimate reward. Mm. And so literally everything other than that is going to be like, if we're going to put it into quantity or the quality of a, of a reward, everything is actually less than that. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's this belief system that we have that God can, or is willing to do a little for us, but not a lot, mm. which is a contradiction to mm -hmm. grace or, or the fact that there even is a little or a lot in God's eyes. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I believe that uh, if God can speak the universe into existence and it's <laughs> still expanding today, if he can do that, mm -hmm. then there is no, everything else would be smaller than that, but we don't have to quantify it because God can do things that we quantify or qualify as little or big. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like it's, you know, and maybe it's just me and maybe I'm wrong, but I, I truly don't believe this. I, I, I truly believe that we are the ones that quantify it or mm -hmm. say it's a big thing or a small thing or a hard thing or an easy thing for God to do. Mm -hmm. um, but really that's our own lack of belief or trying to justify what we are um, we should be, or we, we are worthy of receiving or not. And mm -hmm. if we can just clean that slate and wash out all of those bad belief systems and, and have a clear slate, clean slate. And if we can realize that there is no thing that is there, you know, no gift is bigger or harder to receive than another one, mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, and if we can really just surrender to the fact that God is able, yeah, period. Yeah. And God is willing. Mm hmm period. Yeah. And God loves you, period. Mm -hmm. And we can live in that. 
our whole entire life is going to be changed because just like you were saying it, and, and I've said it multiple times, especially even this last five, five weeks, I've seen a new understanding of who God is and, mm-hmm. and realizing the blessings that in the past I have been blocking mm-hmm. because of my belief of what mm-hmm. God, I felt like God wanted to do in my life or he would do in my life. And because I've washed out those beliefs, there's been a tidal wave, just a completely influx of, of amazing, amazing stories that I could go on and on about. Yeah, And I feel more connected than ever before. And a lot of times it's because we clear the bad belief system, mm-hmm. we replace it with truth. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then we stop blocking it. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's end this episode with just a call to a blank slate. Uh, will you and I and everyone in the audience just offer God a blank sheet of paper in this area of prosperity and let him fill it? I am not here begging you to please take up the ideas of Kevin White or even my beloved brother, Dr. James. I love him, but I'm not here asking you to follow his ideas. I want you, and he does as well, want you to hear what God's word has to say here. Because if you will even give God an inch of just willingness in your heart, he'll take a mile, but because he's got that much love for you, that much desire to prosper you, um, and and he he will declare his promise. I want to end the show with this word, and we're going to come right back here next week and pick up on the promises of God to prosper us. But just listen to Psalm Chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, it says, All the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. And that's a life of pursuing the presence of God. And it reaps the promise of God in prosperity. He says they prosper in all they do. And there's not a might. There's not a hopefully they will. It is a bold declaration from your heavenly father over your life. Yes, it is conditional in the sense of of seek first his kingdom. We can choose not to seek first his kingdom and then we have no confidence that all these other things will be added. But if you and I will seek first, this is this is Old Testament wording for the same principle Jesus taught us of seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added. What you read here is you can be a mocker um, you can you can just blatantly reject God or you can seek the presence of God. And when you do, you will prosper. God will prosper you. And I can prove it to you and I will next week in the episode where we talk about that life comes with prosperity. There, it's written in his word and I'm going to show it to you next week. I'll see you next week along with Dr. James here on the Kevin White Show. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to the Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us. 
or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program, copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. Each week we bring you a message of prosperity from God. Remembering God's greatest gift is His very own presence made possible through Jesus Christ. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show. Connect with Kevin now at kevinwhite.us. kevinwhite.us.